Hello again and welcome to the Heart-Centered Horsemanship Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of rhythm in your riding. Now this one isn't necessarily part of the real-time series, but I do feel like it would be beneficial to listen to while you're riding. So if you're riding and you have this on, that's great. Keep it on and let's play together as you listen. So most of us, when we think of rhythm, we're thinking in musical terms. We're thinking of it as the beat that sets and regulates the speed of the song, right? So what does rhythm have to do with riding and why is it so important? Well, it's one of the most important foundational aspects of training. It must be established and understood by your horse before you can build on your training and progress up the levels. So let's get into it. Rhythm is the foundation of the training scale. So the training scale in dressage is there to provide a structured framework to advance your horse's progress. When the scale is used correctly, athleticism, balance, and natural movement improves with each core concept. Remember, you want to create an athletic and happy horse. That's the end goal. Simply put, without rhythm, there's no way to achieve collection And if you're a dressage rider and you're listening to this, that's definitely something you're striving for. So what makes rhythm so important? Without a steady rhythm and tempo, the horse's back can't freely swing. When the back is not fully able to move with the feet, the horse isn't going to be able to properly engage the abs and top line together, and then he won't be able to bring his energy forward into the contact. Remember, the engine is in the back of the horse. The energy from the hind legs needs to be able to travel all the way over the top line. Having good rhythm keeps the horse relaxed and focused. And when each foot is placed on the ground with the balance provided by a good rhythm, they're going to be more confident. Remember, when the horse is more balanced, we're more balanced. Rhythm also helps demystify the timing of a rider's aids and enables the rider to perform a more effective half halt. With this amplified connection between horse and rider, both can move easily with a sense of harmony and being in sync with one another. When rhythm has been established as a foundational aspect of the horse's training, work is easier for both horse and rider, therefore allowing for progression up the levels. When rhythm is in place, you can begin to develop cadence, which is an increased expression and impulsion in the horse. The FEI defines rhythm as the following. Rhythm is the regularity of beats in all paces. The regularity is the correct sequence of footfalls, and the tempo is the speed of the rhythm. It's important to note that rhythm and tempo are not the same, and we'll address tempo throughout this post as it's an important addition to establishing rhythm. So let's have a bit of a chat about the regularity of the beats and the correct sequencing of footfalls. So let's just start by the basics here. We're going to review the beats of each gait. The walk has four beats, the trot has two, the canter has three, the gallop has four, and the rein back also is two-beated. When we start looking at footfalls, the sequence of those footfalls is an important thing to know. In the walk, it goes outside hind, outside four, inside hind, inside four. The trot is a diagonal pair, so you get your outside hind and inside four, followed by a little moment of suspension, 
and then the next diagonal pair comes down, so inside hind and outside four. The canner, you're looking for the outside hind striking before a diagonal pair of inside hind and outside four, then the inside four alone makes up the third beat. This is followed by a moment of suspension that's a little more pronounced than the trot before the next stride. A horse cantering on the correct lead always steps off into the canter sequence with the outside hind leg. When not schooling the counter canter, though the beat and tempo of the canter can be correct, the sequence of footfalls are incorrect. When we think about the rein back, it's a diagonal sequence again, where the inside hind and outside front move backwards together, and that's followed by the outside hind and inside front. So that's a lot of information so far. Hopefully you're still with me, and if you're riding, maybe you're playing with these a little bit. Can you really feel those footfalls, and can you feel the rhythm that you currently have established with your horse? It'd be an interesting thing to start thinking about and start feeling. Now from there, we're going to start talking about tempo. All right, so tempo refers to the speed of the rhythm. So if you think of a metronome speeding up, the rhythm doesn't change, it just gets faster. And it can also get slower. So when we start thinking about tempo, we're looking at the gait not being too fast or too slow, and we definitely don't want it to be inconsistent. Inconsistent rhythm can be a bit more challenging to correct than a horse who simply defaults to too slow or too fast. In the working gates, the tempo should have some energy but not be hurried. The tempo should remain the same throughout each footfall and not increase or decrease in speed during the sequence. For example, in the walk, there should be four evenly spaced footfalls and a clear one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four rhythm should be able to be heard and felt. Keep in mind that the walk does not have a moment of suspension, so cadence is not really a term you're going to hear us talking about when we discuss the quality of the walk. Couple things to watch out for in the walk is a broken walk, um, or also called a lateral walk. So what happens there is you get a little bit of syncopated movement and you'll hear and you'll feel that off rhythm and the walk will kind of be a one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, instead of four evenly distributed footfalls. This is generally a result of tension over the top line that causes an interruption in the horse's biomechanical functioning. This is because the longissimus dorsi muscles in the horse's back must be able to relax alternately during the sequence of footfalls. And those are big, long muscles across the back. All right, so if there isn't quality relaxation, that sequence is going to get disturbed, and that's what causes a lateral or broken walk. Now in the trot, it's more of a swinging gait where the pairs of diagonal legs move together and a moment of suspension happens between the two beats of the trot. As your horse progresses through the training scale, this moment of suspension becomes easily felt and defined. And that definition starts to increase. That's just because of increased balance and strength, which produces a more upward thrust and forward travel. Tempo is very important in the trot for this reason, and this feeling of more suspension is the development of cadence. 
An irregular or uneven trot is most often caused by balance and impulsion issues. So if it's irregular, then that's referring to the length. And if it's uneven, that's referring to the height of the step in the stride. Now, if that's a new issue for your horse or it's really pronounced, that can indicate lameness. So be sure to have your vet out for a consultation if you think your horse is experiencing pain. All right, so the canter is more of a bounding springy gait, and it's characterized by its clear moment of suspension between the leading foreleg touching the ground and the outside hind leg restarting the sequence of footfalls. When the cadence develops in the canter, there'll be more jump to it. All right, so then all four of those hooves are off the ground. A vital prerequisite to quality flying changes is the cadence and quality of the canter. All right, you're not gonna have those nice, pretty, clean flying changes if you don't have the foundation of rhythm and tempo here. There's a few common problems with the canter, like a four-beat canter when the diagonal pair of legs don't plant at the same time, or cross-cantering, or also called a disunited canter. And that happens when the pair of legs moving at the same time, instead of the diagonal, they're actually lateral. So a cross canter feels very unbalanced, hence the term disunited. It's not a fun thing to feel at all. Now let's just briefly touch on some main causes for irregular or incorrect rhythm. There's many, many factors that affect this, including tension, pain, balance issues, or poor fitting tack. Those are all really common causes. Quality of training and riding also plays a huge role in these issues. Generally, if you watch your horse out in the field, they'll have perfect rhythm, or at least very correct rhythm, and problems arise when we add the rider and the dimensions of the riding space, arena, or round pen into the equation. One of the biggest responsibilities we have as a rider is to help the horse maintain relaxation, regulation, and purity in their gaits. Asking for more advanced movements too early can very negatively impact the quality of your rhythm. So in conclusion, I just want to tell you, if you're having trouble establishing and maintaining correct rhythm and tempo with your horse, hop on over to my Facebook page. Um, you know, you can leave a comment here on the podcast. I'd be happy to address your issue. And I guarantee you're not alone with your struggles. If you're interested in setting up a private consultation, feel free to visit my website, heartcenteredhorsemanshipacademy.com. You can contact me through there if you want. Um, and if you want to read this instead of listen to it on a podcast, I do have a blog post relating to the same uh, content that you've just listened to here. All right, so thank you very much for listening. And the next time you hop on your horse, make it your goal to have a safe and harmonious ride. Take care. <laughs>